Hey everybody, and welcome to episode one of the Willow Tree Online podcast. My name is Steven. And I'm Christina. Christina's here. We've got Oakley, our 38-pound mix dog, if you don't know Oakley. Uh, he's hanging out with us on the couch too. If you hear him, that's what's happening. Just extra <laughs> noise in the background. Um, but this is the Willow Tree Online podcast where we explore living out our values in our daily life, in our home, in our relationships. And um, yeah, we're just so grateful that you've joined us today. This is a great first episode. Yeah, we're excited to get back at it again. We've taken a bit of a break. We have taken a bit of a break. Uh, but we're coming back to 2023 with kind of new vision and fresh energy and all that stuff. And we really hope you like the format of this. Um, and if you're new, we hope you like it anyway. <laughs> and uh, so for this episode, um, we're going to go through, we've got a couple of different segments that we're going to go through. A uh, little section that we call the three highlights of your day. This is what we do if we're if you were at home with us, like if you were in our living room, we'd ask you what your highlights of the day mm -hmm. were. So we're going to invite you into do, doing that with us. And then we've got kind of our core conversation today, which we're going to be talking about kind of our holiday season um, and uh, just some big events that happened um, yeah. really over the holidays. This is kind of just a little recap episode. Yeah, and um, and then some of the biggest lessons we've learned from 2022, yeah, and what we're taking into 2023. I think 2022 was a, a huge year for us. We learned mm -hmm. and grew a lot. So, um, just kind of recapping that, and then what we're planning mm -hmm. for 2023, what we're kind of bringing that those lessons in, and what we're kind of hoping to hoping to create and do in 2023. And then uh, we'll go through kind of how we can apply some of that stuff with a segment called Health, Heart, and Home. And then uh, we're going to talk about the whimsy and delight segment, which is just what are we enjoying right now? What are we liking? Yep. Some fun things that we're some liking fun lately. Things, fun things we're liking lately because whimsy is really important to have. So we're so grateful you're here and we're going to dive into the conversation. Yeah, we are. All right. Three highlights of the day. All right. What are your three highlights, Christina? I went for a walk today and it was like really chilly to the point where it was actually started snowing unexpectedly. Yeah, it was like 36 and it felt like in the 30, 20s, I think. Yeah. yeah. I had Beckett strapped to me. He instantly fell asleep because he was in his puffer jacket and was very warm <laughs> very, on my belly. Very toasty. Um, so that was my one highlight. Second highlight was Stephen worked at a coffee shop today and when he came home, he came and found me, and sounds cheesy, but just seeing him walk into the room made me feel really happy. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Distance makes the heart grow fonder. Usually he works from home, and I don't know, we just miss him when he's gone. So that was yeah. that was just a highlight of my day. Me and Beckett love it when, when he comes home. Yeah. Um, and then the other one would be Beckett was just so happy today. Like many times he would just be laying down on the floor, looking up at the ceiling, like cooing and singing. And he's not always that happy. Usually he's a pretty happy boy. But today mm -hmm. was just an extra level of like mm -hmm. calm, happy. I was getting a string of texts and pictures and videos of him 
just like so sprawling content. on the floor and chewing on a drumstick and just kind of seemingly like he was sort of deliriously happy. We started his day with a back massage and I think that really I did think him well. It, I think it set the tone. He was into it. Yeah, it was like kind of just scratching his back. Beckett I was rubbing his head. He's 13 months old for anyone who doesn't know Beckett. Yeah, not our parakeet or something mm-hmm. like that. All right, what were your three highlights? My three highlights were... Um, so. Uh, I work from home. I work at an agency and every Thursday we do something called retro where we all kind of meet as a, as a team. There's probably like 10, 11 of us. And, um, we meet as a team just to talk through the week. It's called the retro where we just kind of go around and be like, here's our highlights, our lowlights, um, that kind of thing. Just kind of catch up. Um, but today was one of our, um, one of our kind of longest co-workers uh, one of his last it was his last day because he is leaving to go pursue some other really exciting things and so we were it was kind of celebrating him so it was kind of bittersweet um but but it was just a really fun it was a fun retro it was a fun time to kind of it was all him themed you know so we were like just remembering funny things that he did and like making jokes and all that stuff so that was really fun and uh and then working at the coffee shop, it's always fun. I do that once a week. What was your drink of choice? An iced oat milk latte. Mm, delicious. Decaf or caffeinated? You know, I did fully caffeinated that's today. Why you're feeling pretty good tonight. I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. Um, yeah, usually do decaf, but I did the fully caffeinated today. Um, but yeah, worked at a coffee shop, and that just is always fun to kind of get out of the house and, and spend some time kind of out there. And then, uh, let's see, I think the third highlight was, uh, yeah, coming home and, uh, Beckett was asleep, but when he, when he woke up, I got to kind of hold him and, and I got to be the one to get him up and he kind of fell back asleep on me for a little bit. And I just, I just love that so much. I love holding him. And then he woke up and we played for a bit. So it was a good, it was a good kind of evening transition Mm -hmm. from work. So all good. Okay. Um, so those are our three highlights. That's kind of how we typically do it. Just pick three from the day. I wish you could comment on podcasts so they could like comment what their favorite part yeah, of the day was. Yeah, we'll figure that out. Maybe you can come to the show notes That's page <laughs> and comment there. We can add some comments. But yeah, or just let us know. You can message Christine on Instagram or, or like email somebody. us. Tell somebody. Tell somebody. Tell somebody. Your house what a highlight. It doesn't of your have day to be was. us. Yeah, go tell someone. Text someone. Um, but yeah, dog. three highlights. It's your dog. And then ask your dog what their three highlights were. <laughs> um, okay. So now we're going to get into our kind of core content, core conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's start with our recap, kind of of our holidays. Um, yeah. Why don't you start? Okay. Well, we'll kind of just do a brief little recap, but we it's, s- it's January when we're recording yes. this kind of end of January. So we, um, haven't done a podcast episode for yes. a while. So we, for those of you who don't know, the Willow Tree Online um, started as a subscription. So all the podcasts that we created for a time were part of for our members only. And then we took a extended break for the yep. end of the year to kind of just refresh. Um, so we're just catching you up over yeah. what we did over the holidays. So we actually drove from Nashville to Phoenix 
Um, we spent the entire month of December in it's a Arizona. 20, 24 hour drive. We which did Which was actually like 36 with stops, it felt like. <laughs> yeah. I think it is. we totaled up 34. I mean, something. each day we add probably two to three yeah, hours. It's long. You know, just in it's like really rest stops and food stops and stuff. But like we that. enjoyed it. Like, it actually went really well. Yeah. Last time we did this was in April when Beckett was, you know, what, four months oh, old? Yeah, and he hated the car he, he was, if he wasn't asleep or feeding, he was screaming. It was hard. This time, he did amazing. Yeah. He was chill and happy like 90% of the time. He had snacks. Aren't we all? He had toys. We snacks. He was happy. Yeah. So we road tripped all the way back. We spent um, time with our families and it was just so... Man, yeah. it was so Bo- good. Both of our families, are, are out, our parents are mm-hmm. out there. And then uh, I have a sister in California, but she came in for a little bit. And my then, brother came Yeah, my brother Texas. came in from Texas. It was so. great. And then during that, the first week that we were there, we are going to do an entire episode on this next thing that Stephen's going to mention. So we're not going to yes. get into it now. But what did you do while we were in Arizona? I hiked the Grand Canyon from the rim, south rim, <laughs> to the north rim, to the south rim again. So a rim to rim to rim hike of the Grand Canyon, the mother load of hikes. <laughs> in um, the winter. Yes. In so the ice d- and in, snow. In, in the winter. Um, so the stars. it was a backpacking trip with a very good friend of mine who was crazy enough to say yes to join me on it. Um, 48 miles, uh, lots of elevation, like 20,000 feet of elevation change, I think ish um so yeah lots lots to go into there that was a huge personal goal personal achievement thing for me um there was a lot wrapped up in that um but big pinnacle moment did that kind of mid-december and uh and it was incredible it yeah. was really it was special. life-changing it was I life-changing for you. i would say yep he set out to challenge himself physically and mentally after a really hard season yeah. And that was that was what came of it. So he's going to share a lot more about that in a full podcast episode yeah. because But I'll, I'll really give you some highlights of like, you know, kind of the lessons from 2022. That's kind of the next of piece that. here. True, so we'll I'll, I'll talk a little bit about that. But yeah, hike the Grand Canyon. So huge like bucket list. Mm-hmm. Check that off. Um yeah. And then, and then came what did we back, do? We enjoyed a few weeks with family. Christmas came around, enjoyed Christmas, and two days later, COVID. We all got sick. <laughs> we all got COVID. <laughs> uh, we've managed to dodge COVID for the entire time. We've been really careful. Christina is immuno uh, immunocompromised. Mm-hmm. She has a chronic condition, um, and then we have a baby. So we we've, we've yeah. been very careful this entire time. Um, but this, I think, with this variant. And well, just, and we were so we were around so many people. Yeah, we were around a lot of people. Uh, we weren't being as cautious as we probably could have been because it's just it's the the uh, risk had kind of gone down, but yeah. um, it happened to sneak in there. So Beckett we started it. Um, or he I started. I started it. I I was Sorry. the first one that got yeah, it. Yeah, okay. I was the first one that got it. Took me down for a bit, and then Beckett got sick, and then Christina yeah. got sick, and then we spread it to her whole family, and it was a mess. Um, so that that was a little that was a little rough. So you were still recovering by the time. Yeah, Beckett and Stephen recovered really well, really fast. Beckett recovered in forty eight hours. It seemed like. Yeah, it took me like four days. Yeah, it took you a little bit longer, and then for me, it really took me down. Yeah. Because I have I have pots dysautonomia. 
and we will talk lots more about that Ooh, in other episodes too. We will too. talk more. Yeah, but I, I would say I mean like ten days. Oh yeah, was it was really, you really, started really to even brutal. Come back out of mm-hmm. it. Like not kidding. Like the next day, maybe two days later. Mm-hmm. Um, we were on a walk. We always walk our neighborhood. We do a 30 minute walk. It's kind of this, th- we do this one route like three times. So mm-hmm. it's a, a few laps on the last lap of this route. Um, it was getting dark and we were, uh, it was me. I was walking Oakley, our dog who I'd said before, he's about 38 pounds, 40 pounds, super sweet. And then with Christina, who's wearing Beckett and we were attacked by a local dog. Yeah. Um, and we can't actually say too much about it. Yeah. Yeah. There's kind of an, uh, a case yeah. that's kind of live right now. So we can't talk a ton about it, but needless to say, uh, we were attacked by a dog. It was a large dog, um, unprovoked, you know, came out at us. I was injured. Um, and so that through the next several weeks, into kind of disarray. We're only two weeks out from it, so we're still yeah. moving through that. But it was, it was physically became like it threw my nervous system into a total tailspin. Yeah, it was, it was fairly traumatic. It was very traumatic, yeah. even for not, Beckett. Not great. Yeah, so we're still recovering from that and trying to navigate our way out um, of some of these things. And so part of even as we recalibrate and look at the year ahead, that's impacted. Um, You know, when something big like that happens, it kind of like drops a pin in things and you kind of look at things and say, okay, where am I? Where are we going? What matters? So that, yeah, we've we've kind of had a lot of conversations around that. Yeah. So that's the recap. Yeah. Of the last month of our <laughs> That's year. That's what's been going on. Pretty exciting. Um, so, but, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, what were you going to say? Well, we want to talk about just overall what lessons did we take away from 2022? We're going to try to keep this succinct because a year is a long time. It is a long time. And we had a big year. It was, it was Beckett big, was born in December of the previous year, so it felt like... Last year was, you know, our first year as parents. Yes. And there was a lot wrapped into that that we'll dive into in individual episodes. But what would you say just kind of overall bird's eye view? What were some of your big lessons of last year, Stephen? Yeah, I kind of summarized it to five, kind of five core things. (laughs) I have 27 things here that I said. Welcome to my TED Talk. Here we go. Um. No, but there's, I mean, I started, I started last year in probably the worst physical, mental, spiritual place that I've ever been in, just being totally candid with you all. Um, So it was a very, very hard time for me. And I ended in probably the best mental, physical, and spiritual place that I've been in. That was the result of a lot of hard work and a lot of people loving me really, really well. Um, So the things that I feel like I kind of, learned um first thing is that the solution to pressure is not to try to escape it which Mm -hmm. has kind of historically been my reaction if it's like there's a lot of pressure a lot of stress i'm trying to figure out how to get out of it how to avoid it that's kind of my natural strategy Um, but in this case i could not escape that pressure that was not an option 
And so what I've kind of realized in a very new real way was like that the solution is not to try to escape it. The solution is to become stronger so that I can withstand mm -hmm. it and that, that I can not just withstand it, but I can actually uh, push against it. I can actually carry it mm -hmm. and do that well. Um, so that was the first thing that was really big for me. Um, second thing I learned was that my personal growth and just kind of life growth is unlocked through, through the physical side mm -hmm. of things. Um, so I mean, I trained for a long time for that Grand Canyon hike. And what I noticed was just through that physical challenge, through the physical training, pushing my body every day, it just opened up all of this other growth for me it like healed your mind it like was, it felt like it turned the lights back on like that that was the key for yeah. me you know it just it helped so much for me and I think a lot of that is physiological right the mm -hmm. benefits of just exercising yeah. and pushing your body but um but yeah it was really really interesting um and like a really good thing for me to remember um third was just last year was the year of me taking on more responsibility for myself, for my beliefs, for my, my physical health, my mental health. Um, cause I didn't have another option. I had been kind of coasting for a while and then I had a big crash and it was like, okay, I, I'm not going to accidentally improve my mental health. You know, <laughs> like it's not just going to get better on its own. My physical health is not just going to get better on its own. I have to take responsibility for this. Mm -hmm. um, and I did. And it really opened up. And then, you know, completing the Grand Canyon and seeing what I could do really opened up like how, where, where else can I, mm -hmm. where else can I do this? Um, where else can I take more ownership? It's like it went hand in hand with confidence too. I think it's like as you took on more responsibility, and then you did the thing, you yeah. became more confident yes. and then it like ripple effect. Yeah. Lots of wins. Yeah. Right? Cause a lot of things that you never would have come to me and said, Hey, I'm going to do this, Christina, like yeah. this physical challenge or this thing with my career before you, you yeah. wouldn't have had the confidence. But yeah. Yeah. But then, yeah, as I completed those things, it was like, Hey, I did this thing. Yeah. Wow. What else can I do? Um, okay. So fourth thing was needing, I realized I need to set regular big goals for myself, something like the grand Canyon. I probably won't do something that big for a, a while, mm -hmm. but, but having something that it's like, it's, it's like I'm shooting towards this big thing. It gives me focus and helps me kind of motivate me. And then, um, self care is non-negotiable. I have to prioritize that. And that means putting it on the calendar shuffling schedules, doing whatever needs to happen. We have a lot of me. recurring events on our calendar. We do. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> for both of us. and it's like me doing things that I know fill me up and make me better. And it's, it's like by myself, mm -hmm. it's just for me. Um, but figuring that out took a lot of time and energy last year, but, yeah. um, but it was just, it had to happen. So, yeah. um, yeah. So taking, taking all of that into this year. It's a lot, but they're like, that feels, I mean, that's what got me through last year. So yeah. Yeah. What about you? I what? do not have five points. 
I also am a bit more sleep deprived over the past year. So yes. I have one point. <laughs> All right. One point. Um, babe. I mean, there were a lot of things, a lot of things that I learned last year as a new mom. Um, but I think one of the biggest takeaways was let compassion guide you. Hmm. And that, um, that was, it was a lesson learned. (laughs) Like, of course, compassion is a good thing, but it kind of felt like last year it was tested and it was more like, um, heels to the fire, like Stephen, which he'll share more, but he went through a pretty significant mental and emotional health crash right when I gave birth to our baby boy. And that was really, really hard. And, um, it was a season where compassion had to guide me because I knew that he wasn't going to find his way out if I was like angry at his process, Mm -hmm. you know, like I knew that compassion and just staying there was like the thing, the only thing I could do Mm -hmm. because you can't do anything to help people often when they're Mm -hmm. in those spaces. But what you can do is you can stay soft and you can have compassion um, and you can stay, you know, you can keep loving them. And that was really hard a lot of times. Um, So it taught me, like, what does compassion look like when you feel, like, upset at the person, you know, Mm -hmm. or... Or a little bit lost. Or, or when, when the person is, I mean, legitimately not in their right, yeah. you know, mind. And it's, and you can see that it's, like, you know that it's not, like, them, but it is them. And they're causing yeah. harm, you know. Yeah. it's That's a really hard place to stay in and, and have compassion. Yeah. And then that compassion, too, for... Um, just Beckett, a child, you know, kind of learning, like okay, babies are, you know, they scream all the time. And you're like, why are you screaming? You shouldn't scream. You're happy yeah. and safe and clothed. And, but like I had to access compassion a lot mm-hmm. and I still do sometimes now more than ever. Yeah. Um, because his, his emotions are so big and expressive. And as an adult, you can't totally relate to that because we've shut down or numbed a lot of our emotions. Mm-hmm. But for him, it's just all there and it's, it's up front. And I've learned a lot of compassion to help him move through that, Mm. even just in the last month as he's entered into this new phase of feeling things really big and expressing them vocally. Um, I have started, I was really struggling with it, getting like angry and it was really hard. Like, why are you so fussy? Um, But I, when I thought about that, like let compassion guide you. Now, when he gets really frustrated, I've just been getting down to his level and opening up my arms. And I say, Becca, do you need a hug? And he will always come into my arms and let me give him a hug. And it diffuses. It's the cutest thing. It doesn't always like, you know, sometimes he's definitely still fussing or whatever, but it diffuses it. And like there's another place of compassion. And then for me that's as I lead into next this coming year it's like that's what I'm kind of figuring out now what does it look like to have compassion for myself um after having been through some really hard things last year and then starting the year with a bang with what manifested as a pretty severe trauma for me but 
I'm just realizing the importance and the power of compassion. And even with all the clients I worked with last year, I worked one-on-one with um, a lot of beautiful women who are going through a lot of hard things with their health or life or emotions. And um, compassion is always is always like the key that opens the door. Like even if we would spend most of the session talking about physical things or symptom management, things like that, you know, that yeah. we're talking about the physical body. It's like, if you don't start with like compassion and like, let's talk about where's your heart at today? What's your mind feeling about this whole thing? Like usually that's where the tears come out Mm. or the anger and all of that has to happen. It has to come out in order for us to really make any progress in our actual physical health. Like once you, once you form some compassion around your circumstances, I think that's where you can soften and get a clear look at what needs to happen next in order for me to move forward. So that was kind of my big takeaway was just the weight and the power yeah. that compassion holds and definitely an area I'm still growing in. Yeah. No, that's that's so good. Thanks for sharing that. I should mention too that when I said like holding compassion for, you know, someone who's causing harm, you know, I should <laughs> mention that no, I wasn't physically abusing like there nobody was in any danger you know it was that was really a comment around like Mm. you know i'm i'm not i was not being compassionate to christina and like she needed rest and i wasn't able to be the dad or the husband that Mm -hmm. i wanted to be and that i really should have been in that season so that was kind of the harm that i was meaning but just Mm -hmm just say I'm, I'm not yeah. <laughs> condoning I'm not saying you should be yeah. compassionate towards someone causing some you know some r- real harm there's um that's a whole other mm. topic so disclaimer. yeah disclaimer mm. from me I'm so not then condoning that. as we take those lessons and we move into the coming year yes which also by sharing all that our hope is that um that that some of that resonates with you too. Mm-hmm. These are we believe that like all of us have different journeys and totally different stories, and yet we believe that there's like these threads that we all share in common, yeah. right? Like yeah. there's there's yeah, suffering is suffering and joy is joy. Like we can all yeah. relate and resonate to certain things. So yeah, so I mean, it would highly encourage you to kind of sit through and think of that for yourself, you know, what, yeah. what was, what was kind of the, what were the themes of 2022 for yeah. you and, um, how did you change? How did you grow? What was hard and what are you taking from the year and what are you bringing with you into 2023 yeah. and what are you leaving behind? You know, I think there's, you know, the kind of tongue in cheek thing is all about resolutions and all that. I don't think anybody actually it's talked about every year. I feel like it's not really a thing anymore. Resolution. Re- yeah, just like New Year's resolutions. That know. feels very like early 2000s. But maybe you're still one of those people. But we found it more helpful to go through this kind of exercise, you know, kind of reflecting and then being intentional with what you kind of want to bring into the new year. So yeah, would encourage that for you. And then, yeah, for us, um, kind of our plans are what we're kind of, thinking about creating and what we want to work on 
um, yeah. for this next year. Um, We've been, we, we talked a bit together when we kind of sat down, well, on our road trip, we were definitely sitting down for a very long time. Um, yes. We were talking about the new year and something that both of us felt was important was like pruning, like sometimes you have to prune down in order to bear more fruit, right? <laughs> so that looks different for both of us, but we both felt like last year was such such a big year for us, like yeah. in every way that we were both just craving this sort of like pruning back, pruning down. But sometimes that's hard because you have to give up things that you really love, yeah. um, but for the sake of something better later. So for instance, we let go of the Willow Tree Online um, membership that we had. We felt like we needed to let that go and just focus our attention in a little bit different places this year when it yeah. comes to the willow tree. So um, we'll talk to you if you're unfamiliar with like the willow tree online, what even the mission is behind that or, yeah. or mission. That's a funny word. Um, what our heart is behind that. But basically what we've decided is, are you going to share this? Part? Mm -hmm. Okay. Is that this year our plan is to um, do hopefully two podcasts a month. Um, and they're going to be available just publicly on Apple and Spotify. And we're just going to be talking about a huge variety of topics, but all that relate to moving forward into greater wholeness in your health, your physical body. We'll talk a lot about practical things. I'm an integrative health coach. Um, and then we'll talk about how we can move forward into greater wholeness in our homes, in the settings around us, the people nearby, um, what's literally right under our nose mm -hmm. and then in our hearts and how we can move into greater wholeness there and our emotional health and our um, mental health and things. So yeah, we tend to think about things pretty holistically, right? And it, and it seems to always come down to heart, health and home. That's yeah. kind of, those are kind of the three, the three yeah. biggies. And you know, the, the big theme for us is how do you create a life in alignment with your values? Yeah. And that's kind of the thing that we're exploring here on this podcast. We're not experts at it by any means, mm -hmm. um, but that's what we're interested in. You know, what are your values and then how do you live in alignment with those really boldly, you yeah. know, and, and living the kind of life that, um, you know, kind of unapologetically, you know, and, and what, what do you love and what are those values and how do you, how do you live that out? So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so that's this space. That's the podcast twice a month. Podcast twice a month. And then we are also kind of our big focus this year is we are going to be working on our basement space um, so that we can start to get it closer to our vision of the actual in-person willow tree. Yeah, that was kind of the bigger, you know, the bigger vision that we mm -hmm. kind of have always had and ultimately where we want to go. We want to have a physical space right. where people can come we and want, rest like, and heal. Yeah. We want a space where you could come or send your friend and they could come for just a few nights and just like rest and retreat and just be nurtured and nourished and, um, yeah. get solitude and kind of recalibrate. And we, you know, one day that will hopefully be on some more land with a different little cottage or whatever. But when we got this home that we live in now in Nashville, it has this incredible basement space. Yeah. 
Um, and so our plan has been to renovate the whole basement so that it's like a totally private suite. But we decided this year, we're like, we're not quite ready to fund the full renovation that we want to do, but we have got, we've got to do this. Yeah, we've got to get something. started. What can so we do now? we're going to start with just paint and fixtures and we're going to take you along on that journey on, if you follow me on Instagram, I'll be, um, I'll be kind of showing that process too, but that's something that we really want to put our focus because we, we really are craving like sitting with people, literally looking them in the eye and giving them a warm bed to to sleep in for a couple nights. The togetherness is really, um, irreplaceable. Yeah. So that's where we're kind of setting in terms of the willow tree um, our focus there. And then personally, I need to focus on just Beckett and continuing to, um, be the mother that I want to be for him. And that takes quite a bit of energy sometimes as I also manage my own body with living with, um, pots. And then I'm going to be working on my second book. Second book. So I've been working on that quite a bit. Quick plug. If you didn't know, she uh, has a first book book. (laughs) called intentions. You can find more at christinagracehudson.com. Yep. Um, it's basically just 30 brief intentions. Um, they're lovely kind of moving towards they're lovely and inspired and have touched so many people. So, um, Thank you. I would highly encourage you to go check it out. But very excited for this second one. We've yeah. talked a little bit about it. So, yeah. In general, I think it just feels like kind of a year for me of like quieting a little bit. <laughs> like I'm just needing to. I'm actually made the really hard decision that I'm not going to do one-on-one coaching for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and just really place all of my energy in these other little pockets. Because sometimes yeah. we have to prune down yep. so that we can actually become who we want to become and not just be like a burned out version of ourselves trying to pour into others. Yeah. And yeah, I think and that's kind of where yeah, I was feeling. And it's figuring out again, like what are those key priorities? What, what yeah. matters most? And like you getting that second book out, that is the thing that can have the biggest impact and pouring, you know, the energy into, um, you know, into this podcast, into the basement and like that, getting that vision. You've had so much, creative vision for that lately which has been so fun to watch and then obviously the biggest is caring for Beckett and he just could not be thriving more Mm -hmm. he's just doing so well so yeah really cool yeah so I wonder for you too if that's something you want to explore or journal about I think that's a good um, thing to think on like what are some areas that maybe I need to prune back in my life so that I can become more fully alive in yep. some areas that really matter a lot to me yeah something I've been thinking about a lot you know I, I love to garden I love I love growing and um, we'll have lots of gardening content. <laughs> yes once spring comes Stephen's gonna teach you all the things teach you all the things but I've learned a lot about it over the last few years as I've started really getting into it more and just you know, it's actually not healthy for something to just grow endlessly. You know, that's cancer. Just ask the vine above my window. It needs to be pruned <laughs> yeah. badly. But, but seriously, like our culture and, and I think just for some reason, our expectation is that like we should always be growing forever of all times. And we should, 
every time we add something, then we have to maintain what we've got going, keep growing that and grow this new thing. Yeah. And that's not, that's if you look at nature, that's not how it works. You know, things die back and then they mm. grow again and then they die back or um, they need to be pruned so that the energy can go to the right things. Something that is not pruned that just, you know, grows wild is not healthy. It doesn't produce as much and it ends up being sick yeah. or, um, so anyway, just trying to learn from nature there. Um, and you know, that's a kind of a natural principle. I think it so. takes a lot of self-compassion to like do that too, because it's hard for me to like stop doing certain things. I think yeah. I can juggle it all. I can do it all. Yeah. But then I end up giving like percentages that I, mm-hmm. you know, smaller percentages than I want to give. Yeah. And it takes some compassion to be like, actually, I can't handle all this. I'm really burned out. Mm-hmm. I really need some rest. I need some help. Yep. And I've had to say that quite a lot in the last yeah. month. So yeah. trying to tap into that with some humility. Yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah. For me, um, I would say continuing kind of that physical, um, momentum that I've got, uh, coming out of 2022, um, kind of rediscovered my love of camping and hiking. So I want to keep doing that a lot more. And for me, I have felt for a long time that I, um, that I have a book in me, or maybe a few. Um, I write a lot in my day job, but it's always for other people. So I'd love to explore writing for myself, mm-hmm. and uh, especially this kind of journey that I was just on. I feel like it really uh, has brought. A, it, it involves a lot of different aspects of my story in a really powerful way. So um, I'm gonna explore that. that. Start that. Um, start trying to get some words on on the page. So um, those are kind of my two big ones. And then obviously this podcast and the Willow Tree Online and developing that into mm-hmm. whatever it's going to be, which you get to be a part of, listener. <laughs> and we give we say the topic is health, heart, and home because it essentially gives us complete freedom. Like we'll talk about recipes. We'll talk yeah. about what we put in our smoothie in the morning. We'll talk about Stephen's favorite training Programs. Talk about the Enneagram. We talk about, about rucking. We talk about gardening. Oh yeah, um, yeah. It does give us kind of a broad thing. But again, like the the, the central theme is building a life in alignment with your values. Yeah. How do we do it? Yeah. Um, and so we'll explore that together. We might even have some guests. That's a new thing. We don't have mm. a lot of guests, or we haven't really done any guests. <laughs> we don't have a lot so, of guests other than Oakley here. Other than Oakley, who's just snoozing away. I'm back at sleeping. Yeah. So in terms of, you know, usually our next segment would be taking the core things that we're talking about. How do we actually turn around and apply it? This wasn't really that episode. We were just kind of recapping. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've kind of talked about that already. So we'll move on to the next segment, which is the whimsy and delight section. Yeah, we just want to close out with just a little fun little conversation. Yeah, what have, uh, what's been bringing you whimsy and delight lately, babe? What have you been enjoying? I have been enjoying... Are we just doing one thing? You can do a couple things. Okay. There are no rules. We make oh, the rules. Oh, gosh. Okay. Um, I've been enjoying like interior creativity lately. That's like sparked in me. I'm working on painting one of the walls in our living room. It is a total mess right now. As I look at it, I'm trying to use this roller stencil thing. If you're one of my friends, you're like, Oh, I can't wait for her to stop talking about the roller stencil. <laughs> Cause you're like, how's it going? I'm like, it's going bad. We've got to go back to the paint store. So anyways, I'm, but I'm enjoying having some like creative endeavors and even like 
designing the basement and choosing colors. I love interior design. Y'all, she's really good at it. Well, I don't know if you've ever walked into a space that Christina has oh my goodness, that's designed, very kind. but um, but you. she is so so good at it. Um, everybody that I know who has come into our home or like stayed at our home or stayed in a place <laughs> that she kind of touched, you know, or put her stamp on they all are just kind of in awe of that. So that's if you so need good. help, oh my goodness. <laughs> Dr. Christina, just kidding. That's not a focus for the year for her. Well, it's it, I'm enjoying like the creativity of it yeah. though. And watching design shows. We've been watching design yeah. shows at night. So really, really that's been bringing me delight lately. What's something is bringing you delight? Oh, well, I, I love that first off. Um, and I'm glad that you're doing it because you make our home really beautiful. <laughs> Um, yeah, what have I been enjoying lately? I think for me, some whimsy, some delight. Oh, I thought of a good one. Is, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she made, she just made a, a drinking sign like I, like I'm your an alcoholic. Maker. Oh, it's yeah. It's like your favorite thing. I'm just like I'm knocking back shots every day. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you But I am. Are. Espresso shots. Yes. Uh, <laughs> So I learned, I've been learning how to make lattes. We have an espresso machine now. He has all these little tools he found, got for found Christmas. Used. Yes, that's true. I got, love it. I got, um, that was most of my wish list for Christmas was like, I want this like espresso thing. I need a distributor tool and I need a tamper. I need a funnel. Um, <laughs> and so I got all these little gadgets and toys yeah, that mean, has been, that has been bringing too. me delight. Um, and then honestly, like playing with Beckett has yes. been just oh, so delightful, so much fun right now. And he has like 70 dimples on his face. <laughs> <laughs> we should give God, like, why does he have 70 I don't dimples? know. He has like a cheek dimple, a chin dimple and a forehead dimple. So when he <laughs> smiles, his little face just like turns into a ball of joy scrunches up. and he smiles so easily. All you have to do is like look at him and say, Beckett. Like yeah, fast like that, smiles, and he yeah. thinks it's like, yeah. oh, yeah. But he's just he's exploring. <sighs> he's catching on to things a lot. So it's just been uh, really, yeah, just a lot of delight to watch. Also, him follow my Instagram for lots of good Beckett content. Yes, lots of good Beckett content there. Um, so yeah, probably that. And then there's been a group of guys who. Um, are usually online playing video games mm, at night. So I've, yeah. I've, I have a long history of playing video games. <laughs> um, I'm in a health, the healthiest <laughs> video game relationship I've ever been in. But, um, but I do like to play. It's a big social outlet for mm. me. And, uh, and so I've, that's been a lot of fun for me lately. Like uh, most, um, you know, most nights if I want to play, there's usually a few guys on that I can, that I can team up with. And, uh, and do that with, which is really, really fun. Okay, one more for me that I've been delighting in is okay. baking. I've like given myself oh, yeah. a lot more space this year. Um, I even soda with, bread. With cutting back on coaching I don't know what stuff. accent that was. I'm sorry for anybody no, it's not very who good. listened. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but it's just, I've just been, that's another creative outlet. I've just been enjoying creativity lately. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But I've mass, well, I would say I've, well, don't if you're Irish, please never taste my soda bread. But I think I've mastered <laughs> Irish soda bread. It's all the bread we eat, so I've really been enjoying that. And I've been making my own homemade almond milk because I got this cool nut milk maker machine. That's been really fun. I just started making my own jam, so I just feel like I'm enjoying like 
making food for our family, like kind of this challenge to like how, how little processed things can we purchase? Like how much can I actually make just from whole food things? And it's been yeah. fun. It has been fun. For me. It's you're been like, fun for uh, me to eat. Yeah. Yeah. I always bring in little <laughs> treats. Guess what I have? He's like, what is it? What? Steven's not picky and he'll try anything. He's I, will, really kind. I will try. Beckett's anything. the same too. He, Beckett is really funny. He won't, would not eat his noodles plain tonight. So I put tahini and soy sauce on them. Gave them a very like Asian inspired kick. I feel bad for him. And he was like, he ate so many. But he loves of that. it. I shouldn't feel bad for Why him. Why do you feel bad for him? Well, it just hit the flavor combinations he's no, had tahini over the first. And that's no, like I know very... that. That's a good. That's a pretty okay. good. You, combo. Stephen, always goes back to when he was really little, and I was getting him into purees. So I made this combination of like it was zucchini, and what else was in it? I don't remember. Stephen was appalled. It was some vegetables. All vegetables go it well together. It was just the grossest combination of foods okay, you've it, ever I heard. I think no. No, no, no. We're going to have to talk about this offline. But anyways, it was like tahini mixed with zucchini and I like blended it together. And Becca thought it was fine and Stephen thought I was like traumatizing him. But here's the thing. <laughs> he now, enjoyed it. So I, I, well, can't, and I can't yuck someone else's yum, I guess. Yuck. There you go. Okay. Um, now he's like a very open to palate child. He is. He is. So Way to go. <laughs> really? You need to be grateful. Just get- feed your child really Stop. gross food <laughs> at the start and they'll eat anything no like he has the I brightest am, skin he's the healthiest little boy he's so healthy and i'm like ramping this up more than it actually was but um <laughs> that one puree ruined that my one, life that one puree Steven won't get over it. no no tahini and soy sauce is a, yeah that's a, that's a good combo babe i put that on your food. i know yeah that's 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 a good combo <laughs> okay well i guess we'll end it there yeah end it there um yeah that's it episode one in the books thanks everybody for tuning in Um, we're so grateful that you're here and we are so excited um to to be here with you to create this space yeah we'd love to hear from you what you'd like to uh what you'd like to hear us talk about yeah we're Um, usually gonna give a teaser for like what the next episode is but we don't know what the next episode is going to be. So if you have a topic that you want yeah. us to talk about, start sending them in because we have a list that we've compiled when people give us like questions or topics. It can be in regards to anything with Health, Heart, and Home from like, you know, meal prep questions to yeah. physical health questions, emotional, mental, yeah. rhythms, values. Yeah. Send us your questions. Um, but yeah, we'd love to hear from you and just see how you're doing. All right, that's it. Thank you for being here, and we'll see you next time under the willow tree. Bye. Bye. Welcome, my dear, to the endless summer. Welcome, my dear, to eternity.